Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Old Men on the Mountain, the podcast. It is a podcast where young-ish people talk about stories that they might one day tell their kids or grandkids. You know, not a lot of rules, but, you know, it's people telling stories. That's what we got going on. I'd like to add this is the third episode. Episode number three. Don't know the title yet, but we'll come up with something. I'm sure we will. Well, that's the beauty of it, Craig. We don't know until it's over. Yeah, well, that's about about life as well. Life lessons. Yes, life lessons. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'm Jim Hall. And I am Craig Massey. We're here today with yet another good friend of ours, Mr. Eric Goslin. Hello. Hi there, chooches. Good to to have you, Eric. Oh, thanks, guys. It's a real honor to be here. I just say that. I really think it is for you. Believe it or not, I've listened to every single episode of your podcast. Wow. From from start to finish. That's a solid 48 minutes of content. (laughs) What a commitment. I'm I'm a huge Jim and Craig fan. I won't say I won't say wow. if I'm on Team Jim or Team Craig, but <laughs> I think we all know whose team you are on. That's this. We don't need to say the gay team, Team Craig. Yeah, wait oh. a second. Oh, oh. oh sorry. <laughs> I don't need to say anything else. Um, a little really background. At all, um, we can move on. Me and Eric work together right now, but more importantly, the three of us all went to school together. That's and, true. Um, mm-hmm. Just like the uh, previous person. Yeah. That's like really Josh funny, Briggs. actually. Just yeah. like every guest you'll do have. You, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know anyone guests. who didn't go to Emerson College. Uh, a few people. But anyway. Frankly, I don't want to know anybody who didn't go to Emerson College. Thanks for your honesty. Uh, mm. I agree with it. I'm a, I am a man of honesty, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. As, we'll try to make this a little topical. Just for posterity, it's, uh, what is today's date? Is this the 21st of January? I think it's the 21st of January. My report was due on the 21st, and I delivered my report today to work. So on yes, time? Okay. On first. That makes sense. Of course. Little edits needed. A good thing for me. For those of you who don't know, it doesn't usually rain in Los Angeles. And we're on the fourth consecutive day of rain, which normally is not a big deal, but apparently in Southern California, that means it's the apocalypse. It's a huge deal. Huge deal. And I dealt with a little bit of that today. I'm not sure if this was related to it. I feel like it must have been with the line taken down. But anyway, me and Eric... was taken down? I'm sorry. I think maybe a power line or something. Oh, okay. Basically, me and Eric work at the same job right now. And we decided after we left, we'd go by my favorite bar and get something to eat before this podcast. We decided to take two different ways home. We didn't really decide that. It's just how it happened. How it happened. And the way I went, it took... 20 minutes longer, maybe? Yeah, I, I got to and your house in 15 minutes, and it took you about an hour, I yeah, would say. About 40 minutes, 40 maybe. Minutes. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I Give or take 20 minutes. I was time. blinded by rage. I couldn't really... <laughs> wow. But it, it all This relatable comes... story leads yeah. me to a conclusion that you guys should have sort of coordinated. Well, we should have. Yeah, we really should. I, I just assumed yeah. that we would take the best way home, which is the oh, way I took. Oh, right, right. <laughs> It, well, I yeah. Well, I'm not good with directions. As yeah. The thing is, Jim Jim doesn't know where he is at a certain time. He just memorizes turns. <laughs> it's like that, it's like the that guy. used to be true. I know where I'm going now. I just usually the way that Eric goes usually is actually slower than the way I go, but not today because instead of a traffic light, it was a blinking red light. So it turned traffic with a shit ton of cars into a four way stop Class. every five seconds. So oh, gosh, classic <laughs> Craig quote. What a mess. Yeah, exactly. So, That's a callback I don't know where I'm one. going with this. Oh, I know. But I know. the point well, is, it well, sucked. It makes me think, uh, I, I was talking about this today, that everybody in L.A. treats rain like it's a, such such a fucking catastrophic event. And we all sound like the biggest pussies oh, of all totally time. Oh, we do. Yeah. 
And I, oh God, I just. But makes, in, all, in actuality, it is a giant catastrophic event, and we are big pussies. We're huge pussies. Well, I had I was talking to my roommate's girlfriend last night, and we were watching the the evening news, and they had reported that although despite all the rain, no flights canceled for delayed from Burbank today, and she's like, "Oh, that's good." And I said, "Do you know why no flights are delayed? Because it's rain." <laughs> <laughs> Because planes fly in rain. Planes are perfectly capable yeah. of taking off in rain. There would not be flights out of Seattle yeah. ever if there, planes could not take off in rain. There that's, wouldn't that's be true. flights on most days all over the world if planes could not take off in rain. It's not like they're made out of like tissue paper. Yeah. Yeah. It's just people well, treat some planes, the rain. Ones, maybe models, but also what models are made out of tissue paper. But one wouldn't fly in those. No. no. Much that's too small. Silly. Much too small. Unless yes. you're Leonardo da Vinci. Well, yeah. it's the Renaissance, and only one of us is. And that's me. No one mm. cares about the Renaissance, Jim. I mean, I think that's a myth. So, just like dry land. Just show me proof. Yeah, show me proof that that happened, and then I might consider looking into it. Right. I'm open-minded, but just show me. Proof. Yeah. I mean, I have my thoughts and my theories, but I really need the proof to, mm-hmm. for for me to get on board with this whole Renaissance thing. Well, I think at this point we should just probably kind of give us our, give ourselves a break. Yeah. And then we'll get into a story once we come back fairly shortly. That sounds great. All right. I'm excited. Okay, we're back. And right now, Craig has a story to tell us. And I will tell this story at your request, Jim. What's the story? Well, the story is a about me running. Okay. And I'm sure everyone who knows me is really excited at this point to hear a story about Craig running. No, wait, wait, wait. You run? Recreationally? I do. I do. Okay. You mean you're not just running away from things and danger? You run for, for fun? Mostly, yes. But every once in a while, there will be a, a dangerous situation that will pop up. Mm. Like a, you know... A nuclear bomb might need to be defused, and I need to either defuse it and then run away because you have to be safe. Right. Oh, I was going to say you outrun the nuclear blast like uh, like in that Keanu Reeves movie. I would suggest getting in a refrigerator. Well, we all know that's that's a viable option, but sometimes there's just not a refrigerator available, so you you just got to run balls out. And that's what I've been training for. So I like to, so that's what I do. I like to run. Um, I do, I started off, yeah, I would go maybe two or three miles, and then I quit smoking, and then I gradually built up, and I got up to maybe three or four, and, and then I got good. to be running more. Um, but this story is about this one particular day when I went on a new running route. I was going to try out the Silver Lake Reservoir in Los Angeles, a popular running route of runners and people who might want to walk or walk their are dog. hippies with babies, walk their dog. Or even just kind of creepy dudes hanging out. Mm-hmm. It's a good place to go. Drug yeah. dealers? Um, some? No, not. I no? mean, like, you okay. just not pop in into, like, a bungalow yeah. and get some meat. Is that Vic Mackey? There, yeah. But... That... <laughs> Vic Mackey. I'm keeping these streets clean. <laughs> For the commish. But, uh, <laughs> um, but yes, yes. So this was a, a story that, uh, so I was, so I started running from Los Feliz. And I went down Sunset Boulevard. Have you heard of that, that <laughs> particular <laughs> boulevard? I heard a song about it once. Oh, no, that fucking Santa Monica. That's sun, yeah, it's Santa Monica. Yeah. Yeah, it must have been a movie. Yeah. Although, I will say, and I don't want to go down this path too long, 
when I first moved to LA, the first time I saw Santa Monica Boulevard, the literal first thing I thought was that fucking Sheryl Crow song. Oh, yeah. yeah. I couldn't help it. It was weird. It happens almost every time I'm, I'm driving down there. The same with uh, Ventura with Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. Ventura Boulevard. Okay, yeah. sorry, continue. Well, there's vampires on Ventura Boulevard, and the sun always goes down on Santa Monica Boulevard. So, I mean, yeah. those are, these are real things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's why they make the songs about them. You don't have to be upset about it. It's just real things that happen. Okay. All right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I don't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't trust my elders. No. Or I should trust. I mean, I'm sorry. I misspoke. Well, I. I mean, I'm younger than you. You should trust me. I'm just telling you the deal. But anyway, I was. I was on on uh, Sunset Boulevard, heading on down, passing Malo, going down, which is a uh, Mexican restaurant. We're not going to make this Los Angeles centric, so I'm not no. going to get it too specific. Um, I went down to Silver Lake Boulevard because I was going down to the Silver Lake Reservoir. At this point, I'm maybe two miles into the run, and I got a little twinge in my, uh, you know, my pee region because I have to pee. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this has happened before, and it either happens that I, you know, I get through the run and I run a little faster, so I get yeah, right. time, <laughs> or I find a place to stop and piss. You know, Just it, on the side know of the this street. is a regular thing. It, it seems. It seems to make sense, you know. It's not a big deal. So I head on down Silver Lake. I'll either like I'll either finish my run or I'll find some place to pee. I get down there, and this is hipster central. So I get and like there's like 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 trees and like branches going down over the sidewalk, but not in like a like an obstructive way, like a really like kind of nice way. Like yeah, yeah. How it is on the east side where you know you're in in Silver Lake. So, so there's all kinds of like great restaurants and, and like little bars or little craft shops. Also, lots of tight pants. Yeah, yes. very tight pants. Yes. Well, I had a, a tight pair on of jeans because that's what I run in. Yeah. Well, you you run to... in jeans? No, 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 I, no. I, I don't. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised because you wear jeans to bed. For <laughs> <sake>. <laughs> well, I don't, yes. That's not true anymore. Once I got over that phobia, he has all um, denim pajamas. <laughs> yeah, that's called Canadian pajama suit. Okay, please, let's get it right. <laughs> um, but but no, no, I uh, there are a lot of tight pants. A lot of and, and hey, those pants look good on those people. Well, some of them. I would say the girls. And I well, yeah, I, mean, I would also well, say that. You know, if you want to, if you want to just keep it at that. I mean, I feel like the pants look good on mostly everyone over there, and that's the exact reason why I've been running. Right. Right. I want to look good in those pants. I just want to look good naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how America works. That's how the world works. That's right? how most of the world works. Uh huh. I guess. Yeah. Right. Tell your fucking story, Greg. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm down on Silver Lake, and there's not a good place to stop to piss. So I figure, uh, I'll I'll get around the reservoir. I think it's coming up at some point. My boss lives around here, and I feel like I've been here before. And uh, so I go a couple more miles. So I'm at this point. I'm like maybe four to five miles into this thing. And I've had to pee for about maybe two and a half. And I find myself around the reservoir and I see a porta potty in the distance. I'm like, oh, perfect. So I run around this dude with a poodle and I, you know, I dodge around this lesbian couple and I, you know, get in there and I'm like it's right so, next to so this, to this <laughs> train link fence, right? Yeah. I'm painting a picture here, okay? <laughs> maybe it's in watercolor, <laughs> but it's true. Were okay? they drinking lattes? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but they were upset about the environment. Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, because who buys this global warming thing? It's right? a myth. <laughs> it's, it's a god's damn like That a- Al Gore is a fucking liar. Show me the proof, like the Renaissance. Yeah. But mm-hmm. continue. Mm-hmm. 
Well, so so I'm just coming up on this porta potty, and I find that it's on the other side of this chain link fence that is topped with razor wire. Ooh. I'm like, well, there's got to be a door or something. Like I'm still maybe an eighth of a mile away. Keep on running along this fence, come to right where the porta potty is. I'm within 20 feet of it. There's no door. I can't get in there. It's for the construction people. And at this point, it's like I really gotta really pee. There's no going back. It, yeah, you can't yeah. wait. Like it, it, once it, you mentally get into the position where you're like I am going to pee or poop very soon, then there's no turning back. It, it, Especially with pooping, though. Yeah. No. Once once you're once yeah. you decide like oh it's gonna happen in thirty seconds from now you can't you can't keep, no, you I mean, can't it's crazy you can be well that's it the all thing day. that's the thing guys and this is what I did and I think this is gonna counteract what you're saying oh this is mind over matter yeah you're, right? a zen, you're a zen master well yes and that's what running teaches you you gotta zen out on this so like I'm not gonna let this situation make the best of me and I'm not gonna piss myself in front of all these, these right. people, especially in front of that environmentalist lesbian <laughs> couple. I'm sure there's something wrong with the grass with that. So what I do is I keep on running. Okay. I mean, like, what else could I do? I couldn't climb over the fence. Right. Like, I already had to pee so bad. I was, like, kind of run limping at this point. Right. I'd like to add something here. Mm-hmm. You are a hero, Greg. Well, a real American a real, hero. You're, it, I, I I can't disagree with you. I know I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not big enough. I'm just yeah, but I mean like just wait till you hear what else what happens next. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. So so I keep on running. You mean there's more? It turns out that there's a bus that's on fire, <laughs> and I pee on the bus, and the kids are saved. You're a hero. End of the story. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. So I keep on running. I end. So I'm at this point. It, I, I'm starting to doubt my ability to do mind over matter. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do because I can't go into this, any of these restaurants. I'm all, I'm like all sweaty and I'm limping because I have to piss. Right. And I, I mean, I look like a crazy person. I don't know <laughs> yeah, let you, me in. You've got the piss limps. <laughs> yes, this is a real thing, as I found out that day. Yes. Um, so I end up going down um, towards Glendale Boulevard, and I'm like, okay, I'm here. Like, I've been here before. I've been to the bars around here. It's where the red line is, yep. and where a bar that I know is on the right side of the street where I'm at, and a bar that, you know, I know has a bathroom, because bars typically have bathrooms called the Cha-Cha Lounge. Aha. Uh-huh. So I make my decision. I'm like, I'm going to, this is my last ditch effort. I'm going to get up there. So I sprint as best I can up to the bar. I get in, there's no bartender, or I mean, there's no, um, there's no, a bouncer, uh, because this is like maybe three o'clock on a Thursday. I think I was on jury duty at the time when I had gotten Oh, out. okay. Um, so I get in and then, so it's a really bright day, maybe June this past year, and I get into the bar and it's really dark. And, but I'm like, I don't, and like, I, I sort of see where I'm going. I've been there a couple times, so I know where the bathroom is in the back. So I get through, take off my headphones, and I'm like kind of rushing back. Don't even look at the bartender because I look like a crazy person. And you don't want approval. You're just like, no, no. At this point, fuck I don't off. Care. I'm taking a piss. Like yeah. that's, uh, yeah. I don't care what you think I have to do. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, th- so I go back and I I take a left onto uh, into the hallway and I get get into where the men's bathroom is and then I bump right into this guy, <laughs> and I'm like, oh man. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. And then I go straight forward and I bump right into him again. And I'm like, wow. Oh. Like, I'm just, I'm really out of sorts. And I, and then I realize that this wasn't a person that I was bumping into. I was walking straight into a mirror. 
and I did it twice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did, but wait, did you fight that guy? Yeah. I know, I apologized to him. <laughs> I apologized to myself, and I walked into myself into a mirror. So, wow. Yeah, that's embarrassing. But at this point, I didn't really care. I'm just trying to make sense of the situation. I get in there. I, I notice there's someone washing their hands at the sink, whatever. I just, I take the best piss of my life. And, you know, it was, you know, like I just said, the best piss of my life. I finish up, I clean up, feeling great, going to put those headphones on. And then I walk outside to, you know, resume my run. And I hear this, uh, this girl in the background go, he walked into the mirror and then he apologized to himself? <laughs> so I'm like, oh... Like, is this, should I, like, so, so I look and there's a guy who was in there and his friend and these two, like, hot, you know, pixie hipster girls. Like, the best kind. Like, should I, yeah. the only kind, Jim. That's um, true, that's true. And uh, so, like, hey, is this a time where I should uh, explain myself? I'm like, ah, whatever, fuck it. Sure. Just run. Sure. No, no, I didn't. Oh, no, you didn't I, no. just run. No. I was like. Here's what happened. So I told them in short. I paraphrased the story, and uh, and the dude was like, you know what, you know that makes sense. Like you know that's funny, you know, and uh, and I laughed, and uh, and it was a good run for the rest of the run. Well, I'm glad that you didn't die. I'm glad you, your bladder didn't explode. I'm of glad course. you didn't get arrested for public urination. No. And I'm glad you didn't break that mirror, because that would have been really embarrassing. Yeah. Yes. Imagine and you also, shattering with your head. Like, oh, what? And then you oh, I shattered it, then pissed myself. And also, yeah, you, you would have pissed yourself for sure. On top then of that, you'd have seven years bad luck. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yes. So, but, so the dude that I walked into, so I'm glad, at least I was polite to him. So that was, that was good. I the dude that was me in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> well, right? well, it's like that Michael Jackson song. Bad. Yes. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, I, I thought he was going for black or white. With Macaulay Culkin in the video. But the lesson is it George doesn't matter White's. if you're black or white. No, it's true. It doesn't matter if you... Well, something about being my baby. Something. I think that's Mariah Carey. No. No, not being my oh, baby. Maybe. Well, I'm, sure they, I'm sure Mariah sure Carey has referenced her baby. At some point. Sure. Did she have a baby? No, I mean her I mean her metaphorical baby. Oh yes. Her posh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her thunder thighs. Well, that's the story I got. I mean, like we're at uh, you know, nineteen minutes for this. I hopefully it's not uh, not too long of a, a tale, but uh, you know, it was one of one of my favorite ones. I so far. <laughs> so far, yeah. Mm hmm I in, I enjoyed that. I, actually, I need your approval, so I need I, you to tell me how much. No, no, I, I, I didn't I realized, I think you've told me this before, but I didn't remember it until about running into the bar. That's when it kind of all came back. But then I forgot about the mirror. So I'm just not very observant or rememberable. Yeah. Well, we all know you're in your own world, Jim. That's true. He's autistic. Yeah, very autistic. He's very good with a paint, paintbrush. And he's he's also, so autistic. He also can't understand other people's emotions. <laughs> But he paints so well. He's so autistic. He's so autistic. He drew this picture the other day, mm-hmm. and then he ignored oh all the his other playmates. At oh, the same he was time. so he was so involved. In, he's so friggin' autistic. Oh God! Some New England humor for, for all of, for all of you in the know. Hey, do you guys like the Red Sox? <laughs> <laughs> you guys like Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> America runs on Dunkin'. Well, that was my story for uh, episode number three, and. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back right after this break. Whoop.
Hep, 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 yet again. And we are back, and I am proud to introduce Eric Goslin, and he is going to be telling a story. Yes, I'm going to regale you with the tale of uh, my time in this apartment in Boston. I'm going to take you back to a little time called 2003. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Picture it if you can. The internet was king. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, Patrick Swayze was still alive. Wasn't yeah. really working, but he was still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I was, uh, it was in the summer before I went into my uh, junior year of college. And uh, my friend and my friend Dave and myself were looking for a place to stay in Boston. This was going to be the first time that we had stayed over the summer in the city of Boston before. Man, it's a fun summer. No, it's totally oh, yeah. It's oh, all yeah. the all the students are at it. Even though you were a student at the time, like half the students just go home. Oh yeah, it's it's it it's kind awesome. of becomes a ghost town. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And like, all the bars, or you could you can. Everyone knows empty. your name. Well, that's Everybody when you become regulars thing. during the summer. That's it's when true. all the they know you, and then you get the free drinks all during the school year. It's great. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we we look around for for apartments. Can't really find anything in our price range, which is dirt cheap mm-hmm. because we're students. We don't have jobs or money. Um, lazy students. Lazy students. Yeah, we're 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 definitely loafers. And um, we end up finding this girl from our class who who is subletting her place, and we kind of just accept it sight unseen. We're just like, yeah, that sounds great. It's mm-hmm. a, it's in a great location near the Prudential Center. Oh yeah, really cheap. It was like. 300 bucks a person for like him and I. Oh, yikes. Well, great. But um, so we move in there and we find out that we're sharing a room. We already knew that. But it's it's, it's the family room. It's a living room in a, a basement apartment. And, the, and our roommate, who I, I will from this point on call the hamster, <laughs> he lives in the in the family room. He lives in the, uh, the, the, the bedroom, the one bedroom. And uh, picture it. So wait, so this is a one bedroom apartment. It's a one bedroom basement apartment. Three guys. Uh, three guys. Ooh. Dave and I split the living room, and the hamster lives in the in the in the, uh, the bedroom. That's a lot of bo. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of man. Yeah. A lot of man in a hot, hot, hot apartment. Because usually basement apartments are are cool in the summer, but we what had they're all, known for. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of the best, one of the biggest advantages of them. But as we all know, heat rises. Mm-hmm. But we had all the hot water pipes in our. Oh, <laughs> in hey. So it was always ten degrees hotter, and it gets really muggy. In, in the Boston in the summer. I'm sorry, I don't know what that means. Muggy means humid. That's what we... Oh, yeah. Oh, you, oh, okay. you guys talked about it no, last show, didn't you? I got a... I, I asked some people about this, and it turns out that it's common. I am just an idiot. Yeah. But, unfortunately. But well, I, I won't argue with that. Well, yeah, we, that, <laughs> let that no, never no, be no, argued no. again. I, yes. I think I've argued for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, for the hamster to get out of his bedroom... Uh, to go anywhere, to go out of the front door, to go into the kitchen, he has to walk through our room. And it would be fine if the hamster wasn't a nocturnal creature because he would just be up all night playing, uh, I'm pretty sure it was World of Warcraft or whatever was the equivalent of World of Warcraft at that time. And we would be sleeping and just walk Mortal through, Kombat. start making, it was, it was Super <laughs> Mario Brothers oh, okay. online, a oh, massive multiplayer oh, online. Of course. Oh, I always like Yoshi. <laughs> yeah. Yoshi, uh, he has the tongue. Mm-hmm. I like Luigi because he kicked when he jumped. I think he's got sass. Yeah, well, he's kind of a pussy too, which you know I can identify with. Giant pussies. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, he he, has, he, he does have sass, without a doubt. He does have sass. 
So, uh, you know, we, we'd be sleeping and the hamster would come out and make a sandwich at 3 a.m. Just, I'm just picturing an actual hamster man. Well, he pretty much was. He was chubby. He was about five foot three. Covered in fur. Really was, absolutely. He was covered in fur. He had a, he had a beard. He seen, I didn't see him without a shirt on off much, but it seemed like he would be a very hairy man. Drank from an upside down bottle. Mm, basically did. Because one time when he was gone, we went into his bedroom and it smelled... Like it sawdust. smelled like a hamster cage. It absolutely smelled like oh, sawdust. Oh, it smelled oh. like 80% sawdust, 20% piss, and was covered in Sprite yeah. cans and Easy Mac. Like an ooh. extra 10% hooker. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was an extra 10% hooker. Dead hooker, sorry. It, he, like, he went to go visit his girlfriend in Arizona, um, that, which he met online. Um, and I'm not sure if that was the first time they had seen him, but we just like, went through his shit. And, and <laughs> right. It was like crusty Easy Mac containers everywhere in Sprite cans. He became obsessed with uh, with uh, samurais during the course of that summer, and he would always be ordering different samurai swords. Like we, we would be sleeping, and all of a sudden the, our buzzer would go off, and it'd be like a UPS man delivering his various samurai swords. This is one of the worst sorts of person. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, you know, I have a sword, but and you love it. Uh oh, <laughs> you have one sword. I have he, a sword. Yeah. He had several swords. Mm-hmm. They never trust anybody who has multiple swords who's not a knight, you know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just not a good thing. Yeah, here's a rule of thumb. Someone has one sword, they should always be on your side. Yeah. Someone has multiple swords. Get away. Yeah, you get the fuck get the away, fuck away, from, away that from that weirdo. Right now. In the apartment, we just realized that he'd lived there for three years, and it was just falling into disrepair. There was grime all over the grating in front of the window, so like we were getting like 10% light during the... In the, in, the, in the lightest part of the day. We could barely see outside. Yeah, bright, hot days there, of summer. Yeah, yeah. And there, uh, there was mold behind the toilet seat. Behind, behind the toilet, which we referred to as the organism. <laughs> we eventually cleaned it, but it took us a while because it was fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything was just covered in grease. And at, at one point, we went outside to throw water at the grime on the windows to wash it off. But we didn't realize that. Doing that would make all the water go inside, and it got Dave's bed completely soaked. Like, Ugh. soaked the mattress. So it was, he had a moldy mattress from that point on. Mm. And I had an air mattress that I would go to sleep on at night and would wake up on the floor. Because cool. it had air slowly mattress. deflated. That happened to me when I was in sixth grade. I had to live in an apartment <laughs> where we were building a house. We had sold our house. And literally had the same thing. Every night I had to blow it up. What? Of the house that you built. Oh, I wish. I, uh, I wish I had had the fortitude and the strength to do such a thing. But yes, I woke up on the on the floor every day and it sucked really bad. It was just, yeah. it was miserable. It was just, yeah, it's so miserable. Cause my, and also, it was just a, a difficult time because I was dating this girl who I was really into. But she lived in Philadelphia for the summer, so. And think about this. The um, Liberty Bell? Yeah, you know, she was living inside of the Liberty Liberty Bell. Oh. Uh, it's very cheap. You can, get it, it's a, you can get it at an affordable rate these days. Hmm. I'm a young man in the prime of my life. At this time, anyway. With no privacy. It was, it was like a social experiment. How, how long can you go without looking at internet pornography or pleasuring yourself? Because right. it's not like Brent... Uh, ooh, I almost said his real name. It's not like the hamster was ever out of the house. He would always just be there. He had no friends. And he would stay there. He'd go to class once in a while. He'd come back. And, and he would be up all night. So there was no time. Even if Dave was gone... Still would run the risk. We'd have to like quickly pull a power jerk in front of, <laughs> in front of the in front of the computer, just just like in the hopes. You couldn't that, do it with your spank bank, Eric. No, it's oh. spank bank got old after like a month. You know, you, you can only do it in the shower so much before so the like, water bill goes through the roof. Yeah. 
So you're on the real world, but with no fame. Yeah, with no, no cameras. cameras. It's just no but it's the same. No one washing the windows, and there's some sort of <laughs> organism in the bathroom that you're not sure. Whether. And no yeah, chicks no. trying to fuck you that know you're on the show. And this this might be a little too much information, but we but we would uh, <laughs> we would drape a blanket over the <laughs> computer monitor, which was in our room, and. Um, while the other person was sleeping, we were just like it was just like an understood thing. That There's an agreement. Like, oh, if we saw no. somebody underneath the monitor go back to sleep, <laughs> oh my god, it was awful. So Dave, there's a level of shame to that. But uh, yeah, keep going. Yeah, it, it, it's not. Oh no, you, we can talk about shame if you want to talk about. shame. I mean, that's I this, it's one days. thing. It's like hanging a tie on the doorknob. Being yeah. like, hey, don't come knocking because I'm banging this chick. But it's another thing to be like. If you see the blanket over my head, I'm yeah. whacking off, yeah. so pretend to be asleep, okay? I mean, it's it's kind like of a different agreement. some sort of, like, Antarctic, like, research station. <laughs> it really felt point. like Five that. Five guys with beards. It really <laughs> felt like that. They haven't had contact without each other in six months. We would, like, take turns when he would leave the apartment. I'm sorry, this is turning into such a jack-off. Literally a jack-off fest. But when he left the apartment... I'm masturbating right now. <laughs> yeah. When uh, he left the apartment, we'd be like, we like make eye contact, be like, okay, I'm gonna go walk for five minutes. I'm gonna come back, and then you go for a walk. And it was wow, that was fucking wow. pathetic. Really I, pathetic. I'm happy to say I've never been in that situation before. Oh, oh hell, that's no. well, it's like freshman year of college. I'm private with my no, it's, I mean, it's I, I, understandable how it can get to that point. Yeah, I suppose I was missing, especially my if you're living with a hamster man. Yeah, the hamster <laughs> man. <laughs> like you can't, you can never get worse than him. <laughs> especially you're getting. He's some, always trying I mean, to get out of his cage. I have to imagine. Before the summer started, you were getting some fairly regular ass. Yes. <laughs> so it was, how dare you say that about my ass? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, so Dave eventually goes on some cross-country road trip trying to find himself. That kind of that kind of stuff that you do when you're in college that I never did because I couldn't afford to do it. And it was just me alone with a hamster, which the good part was that I could sleep in Dave's bed. I had a nice. third more masturbation time. <laughs> yes. And... Um, but the bad part was I had to interact with the hamster on a one-on-one basis all the time. And there was this one night. I'm sitting there reading. And I'll sit in here. Yeah! In a huge slam. It scares the shit out of me. And it gets quiet again. And I hear, ah! A huge like, slam. Man, what is this crazy dude doing? All of a sudden he <laughs> Thanks for saying that. All of a sudden he comes huffing out of his room. He's like, I just cut off my own dick! Yeah. He's holding a samurai sword. He comes <laughs> okay. huffing out of his room. It's like, there is a fly in my room that is driving me crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, that sucks. And he goes back in his room, and I realize he's trying to hit a fly with a samurai sword. Uh, and I hear a couple more times, hey <laughs> He comes out again, he's like, this fly is just taunting me. Did he cut his pewter uh, wizard uh, <laughs> statue in half? <laughs> yeah, he cut his, his dragon that has a crystal of amethyst <laughs> yes, between its wings. Yeah. He's going to want to keep that, but that fly <laughs> is getting in the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's worth sacrificing if you want to get that damn fly. Yeah, so all of a sudden the fly flies by him into my room, and he's like, well, it's your problem now, and goes back into his room. I'm like, oh, great. Well, now I have a fly to deal with. So I'm just sitting there reading, and the fly lands on my book. And I close my book and crush it. Nice. And that's the end of my story for now. That was very Mr. Miyagi-like right there, you know? Well, he tried to let the, uh, you don't, you don't let (laughs) anger direct you. You let let the force of the world come to teach the lessons (laughs) of the aggressor. I took, if you Teach your own lessons, and once you know you have control of the situation, the situation. There's no reason to panic. 
is in your control. Yeah. Circular I, reasoning, but I, I think it makes sense. <laughs> I took my, my inspiration from the Venus flytrap. Yes. Nature's uh, uh, deadliest plant. Mm-hmm. That also looks like a book sometimes. When well, when you ask the question, how do you direct a situation? You take control. Yeah. <laughs> Way I, to triumph over this fly and the hamster. Yeah. The I, hamster man. I just found the hamster man on Facebook. And um, well, what's he you found to? him? I don't know, Eric. I, I didn't mean. Plus, tell, or is it private? About, you can't add it, or, or just it delete your Facebook. Everyone, delete your Facebook. Yeah, because I, I still will, have mine. Don't I will do. find you, um, and I will look at pictures of you and use it in my spank bag. Um, mm-hmm. No, I won't do that to you. I won't do that to you, Craig. I would never do that to you. Um, yeah. I don't know what he's doing. I didn't add him. I don't want to interact okay, with him. He probably that. won't even remember me. You know, he had a lot of roommates, but I only had one. But maybe it turns out that, that was the best summer he ever had. That was, that was the summer that he truly found himself. <laughs> I never saw Eric again after that one summer. I oftentimes think about what he might be doing right now. Oh, man. If he's looking up at the same moon as me. Some Billy Holiday song comes on. And it's a stand by me all over again. Hey, kid, want to see a dead guy? <laughs> I have actually one other question. Did this experience diminish your opinion of the girl who subletted this place to you? Well, funny you should say, because I see her all the time now in L.A., and every time I see her, Dave and I are like, fuck you. No, I mean, we like her. She's, we're fine with her She now, swindled you guys into a summer of She totally did. She was living there, too, though. I mean, she, so we always, We're always like, if you would have told us more about this guy, we probably wouldn't have taken it. She's like, yeah, but I needed somebody to sublet the apartment. Uh, yeah, she wasn't there at the time. She was just... she. No, she, no had, she was living with him, and then yeah, but then she had yeah. moved Swindle. Swindle, Swindle, yeah. But she's great. She has an iguana. Okay, I've pet her iguana before. Of course she does. All right, that was pretty. That was interesting. I miss Boston. I'm sure I'm going to have a ton of Boston stories to tell as oh. the time comes. But oh, yeah. and roommates that Jim would probably be able to tell better stories than me about even the people that I lived with. Yeah, I, that's going to. I'll have to formulate my thoughts, but. There'll be stories about 158 Hillside Street. I guarantee you that. But let's take a quick break. Okay, well, that was a pretty fun podcast, guys. Mm-hmm. Solid B minus. Yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty solid uh, B yeah. minus. Yeah, well, we'll see what I can put together. You know, it could yeah. might be able to get to. Let's be save it. it in post. So, uh, what? what did we learn today? Yeah, I think it's important that we go back and really have some lessons that we get from these things. Sure. Otherwise, why the fuck are we doing yeah. this? You know, we're just we're just speaking <laughs> into a laptop. Otherwise, shh. Don't <laughs> ever break the <laughs> first wall. Yeah, don't tell them how we do it. We're just talking into a tin can attached to a string attached to another tin can into a microphone. Yes, a very expensive... Don't be so modest. We're in a very expensive studio here. Yeah. The Massey Studios. Uh, well, let's... Start... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was going to start off with however story we should start off with. Uh, I feel like, uh, I, for you, I think we should go into maybe some apartment lessons. What do you think about that summer that you spent? Apartment lessons, always check out your roommates before you move in with them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, good advice. Always give yourself uh, proper time to pleasure yourself, and maybe invest in a couple magazines you can bring into the bathroom. Oh yes, very wise. I suppose. I mean, that would make sense. I, I didn't even think of that. 
Yeah, didn't you just really... pick up like didn't just run into the woods and get a yeah. uh, just get a porn magazine. Wait, wait. Isn't that how that can happens we... in the Northeast? I, I know I know we're wrapping stuff up, but can we actually talk about how all of us? Have well, found... the phenomenon of finding a Playboy in the woods. Oh yeah, yeah we should talk about this. Playboys in the woods. When it's... when else is this is this topic gonna come up? It's, it's amazing, right? Like it's crazy. Why does everybody? I mean, we would find it like under a log or something. It'd be like it's all waterlogged. And... and I feel like mm-hmm. this might be yeah, sort of should, a new thing. We should explain. Thing. I think I don't think we've explained the phenomenon clearly. Okay, I'll okay, explain. I, yeah, it. yes, I'll explain it. I don't know if this exists outside of the Northeast. Me and Craig are from New Hampshire. Eric is from Maine. Very similar kind of things. A lot of windy roads. A lot of woods along those roads. Bridges. Bridges. Pine trees. Trees, leaves. No Mm -hmm. streetlights. No lines on the roads. Et cetera, et cetera. Rock walls along those roads. No black people at all. No. No black people. Nary a black man to be found. But anyway... We've all talked about this in the past. Collectively, all of us have been walking along the woods, usually along a street, I feel like, and have found a Playboy, sometimes wrapped in a plastic bag, mm. in the woods. And it's like, when you're in fourth grade, I found one in a Ziploc bag in the woods. Oh, someone who yeah, was like yeah, five yeah. years older than me who was like, like hey, trying to like hide out. it or something. Yeah. But it's like, when you're in fourth or fifth grade or whatever, that is pretty much the greatest afternoon of your entire oh life. yeah. I, and also kind of scary and unnerving. Yeah, like, I, I never was scared though. I was I, always just excited. I, I just remember, never. Eh, it's like, oh, should I be doing this? And like, what should I think about this? And I remember being really? kind of, my parents like I had the sex talk early because I had an older brother. I'm like, I'm the youngest. Like, I knew about all this shit. But... I knew about it too, but I still wanted to. I wanted to know more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe I had more of the New England guilt. No, I, I wasn't religious. I feel you. Interesting. Um, you know, I remember being kind of freaked out too when I first looked at a porno mag that I found. In the woods. In the woods. Um, and then when I got old enough, I would hide my porn in the woods, in a bag. And I feel, uh, like, really? in some, I feel uh, like in uh, some uh, way, I was circle. contributing to this, yeah, the cycle I of I guess of that life. was it. I, I, was, I never did that. I was going to say the same thing. I bought a Playboy. You might remember this also, Craig. Remember when the, uh, at the time, WWF Wrestling Diva <laughs> Sable... <laughs> Poster Playboy. <laughs> I remember saying I absolutely I had to see this, and I saw it, and I, I, I got my use out of it after I, I bought it. I can just see you awkwardly flinging it and, like, yelling as you do it, like, Bleh. No, no, I, I bought the magazine, and I, I, whatever, I had it for, like, a month or whatever, and I was like, well, this is retarded. I don't need this yeah. anymore. I remember the And I Yoko's... threw it out the window of my car. I remember and I'm the... driving down the street. I remember into the, the woods. the Yokozuna centerfold, but I don't remember oh. the same one. <laughs> oh, it was oh, good. Yeah. It was really good. Remember the Undertaker one? His cock just <laughs> looks so like pale. Don't even, you know? don't it's even crooked. Get, don't even get me started and on Jake the Snake. <laughs> oh yeah. You guys both well, did not see the Sable Playboy. No, I thought that was no. fantastic. I, when it came. I, I had no. the Jenny McCarthy and the uh, Anna Nicole Smith were my two jams. I mm. bought. I remember. No, no. But my friends bought me some on my 18th birthday, which seems weird. Because mm. I think I, I might have bought been one own. of those people that did that. Maybe you did that, but then also my father. Bought my brother and I a Playboy oh, when wow. we were in third grade. In mm. third grade, wow! And then I remember we we rode up to the Eric's, Eric's Pond Store is what it was called, and then like it was some it was something happened. I I really forget what happened. It was like well they should have some sort of female experience, like some sort of sex talk or whatever. Right, wow. right. So we had that, and then they're like, well, my dad was like, 
Like, yeah, I'll just buy him a Playboy so you can see. Wow. Dude, so, you know what so I bet it was? knew what was happening, but then it was... Sorry to interrupt you. I don't want to... No, no, no. But we're, so my dad walked into the store. My, my brother and I were in the back of the car, and we saw him pick it up, and then our next-door neighbor, a young single mother with two boys, was in the store. <laughs> and she walked right up to him that... And we were like... Oh my god! Like, what the hell is he gonna do? Like, he's just buying a Playboy right in front of her. Did she what faint? I, I don't know. You know what? And I don't know what Robin did, but like, he got he got out of that awkward situation, and we got wow. that Playboy. I remember I was gonna ask my dad to give me a Playboy one time when we were on a fishing trip. Yeah, I was just I was gonna give him the, the hard sell. We're like, Listen, <laughs> what do you got to lose, Dad? I'm just, you know, like, but yeah. I, I never did. I never worked yeah, up the guts. Today. I never was able to. Work no, well, yeah, it wasn't even like we were too young to have that that decision. It was uh, to, to to make the decision ourselves. It was just my dad and my mom thought that was what, and you know, and, you know, we're. Uh, do you think, we're fucked up people. Do you think it was the Magic Johnson AIDS scandal? That seems to the time, the time scale they would have been talking like, about. I don't that. know why they thought, like, there was no internet at that time. There was nothing, I wasn't, I, no one would send me a link to a porn site. There was just the ARPANET. It was, uh... And they decided it was time style. for my third grade son to see boobs. Well, yeah, I mean, no, maybe, maybe really they young. thought it was my brother, like, he, and then it was like, well... You don't want to do this thing twice. Let's just have credits, yeah. you know? Hey, he's going to show it to you anyway. Let's save five yeah, bucks. Yeah. 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 Hey, you want to see this? <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen. Chris is going to show me that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, why, maybe, uh, why they, not they had it in their nightstand. It was, it was this weird thing. but uh, It was like the gun, except it was a Playboy. It's kind mm. of like, don't yeah. ever go in my nightstand. Yeah, there, was, there was never oh. a gun. Only, only, only boobs. I remember... Only, only the... the that uh, that shotgun blast of boobs in your face. <laughs> mm. I remember rooting around in my basement um, and finding these two blank tapes, and stupidly being like, "Mom, mom, what are these tapes?" And she's like, "I don't know. Ask your father." And she did, she really didn't know. <laughs> she didn't know. And, and my, I was like, "Dad, what's this tape?" And uh, he's like, "Oh, oh, give those to me." And then, then I never saw him again. And then and then as soon as I figured out what it was, I was like, "No!" Oh. I can honestly say there were a couple Woody Allen movies. I yeah, yeah. That's good. That's like it was, it was like, Sleeper. <laughs> I like Sleeper. No, that's great. It was probably you know, like you know like Hannah and her sisters. Yeah. yeah. I did my fair share of hunting for my dad's porn stash, and either he's the best hider in the world, or he just didn't have one. I just I never yeah. found anything, and I was supremely bummed out. And every time I looked, I kept thinking, like, this is insane. I must find it. Yeah. It must exist. No, it's like it just didn't exist. It's like the Holy Grail. Yeah, it's my never parents didn't have it. I, I, they, had, they had the joy of sex. Oh, I guess really? so, yeah. Okay. My dad had a gun cabinet. I was sure that there was porn in there. And finally, I found the keys. This is sound so dangerous now that I think about it. And I opened up the gun cabinet. There's nothing but guns. No. <laughs> it's only dangerous if you're dumb. <laughs> so. That's a great way to <laughs> only guns, no porn. Oh well, oh, I had a lot of fun with this uh, this 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 episode. Yeah, I had a great time. Yeah, Eric, what a what a just a fun guy to talk with. You know? <laughs> just to talk with. You don't. A want real jovial no, I mean, fellow. Maybe, you know, maybe really I got, maybe you know, maybe I'm not the only one with a crush. Maybe I am. I don't know. I'm gonna end this. We'll we'll say thank you for listening. Um, we've got also got the email oldmenonthemountain at gmail and uh, thank you for uh, for getting through uh, roughly forty four to forty six minutes <laughs> of a of rambling three awful dudes. I think like yeah yeah. Follow me on Twitter as well. Erock is alive. E R O C K 
is mm-hmm. alive. Yep, yep. You can find out everything that Eric is doing roughly yep. every 15 Basically, minutes Basically, yeah. I'm an active Twitterer. Every movie he watches, yep. every thought every he thought has I about have. said movie. Yeah. It's mostly <laughs> about my boner. Yeah. No, it's great. Thank you, Eric, for, for coming on. Yes, thank you. Thank you, you guys. See you later, folks in podcast land. Hey, later, chooches. Bye, everybody. Thank you.